In this week's Your Purpose podcast, I'm going to share with you an excerpt from a recent conversation I had with college students at a community college campus here in the Tampa Bay area. I was asked to come in to speak to a humanities class about how to know, live, and love their purpose. And I really think this is for college students as well as adults too that have that question, what is my purpose and what do I do next with it? And so I really want to encourage you to take a listen as I jumped into defining your purpose first and foremost. I share a little bit about my story, how folks can be encouraged by no matter where you start, it's not how you start, it's how you finish, but you got to start, provide a little encouragement there as well as give some practical steps how there are problems out there that need to be solved and your purpose and executing it is the answer. So I hope you enjoy part one of your purpose. And by the way, there's a worksheet that I'll include with this that you can download to follow along with me as if you were sitting right there in the class. So thankful to Professor David Hopkins for having me in and I hope you can be blessed by this recording as well. Here's part one. Well, guys, um, what I want to share with you today, I think is really important for no matter what year you're in in school, no matter where you're at in life, This is going to be a chance for you to calibrate or maybe recalibrate, maybe find a compass, get a compass, fix your broken compass, whatever it is. We're going to talk about life purpose today. And I think what you're going through in, you know, your age and schooling and the opportunity and of course the time and the season, the place we are in this country is quite amazing and interesting too. That purpose is so much more important today than maybe it might have ever been for you because, you know, you go to school and you're growing up and people are taking care of you maybe, maybe not. And, you know, you're kind of told what to do, and now you're in this place of opportunity where you get to choose. And so purpose comes to play in huge, and that's what I want to share with you today. So that's why I titled what we'll talk about today, and it's on your worksheet in front of you too. It's called Your Purpose, How to Know It, Live It, and Love It. All right? We'll get into that. So Mr. Professor David, thank you. So this is me. I'm a speaker, consultant, and coach, and I'm a pretty transparent, authentic guy genuine guy that wants to help you know, live, and love your purpose. And I'm willing and open to share with you my obstacles, my mistakes, challenges, um, you know, scraped up knees, banged up forehead, broken, bloodied nose. I mean, I'm going to get into it with you about life because I think it's really important that we learn more. Hi, good morning. We learn more from the um, failures than we do from the successes. Well, then that word failure doesn't really exist, does it? In the sense of we're just failing forward. We're actually not necessarily losing in a failure, but we're learning. And so I come to bring all that to bear here with these little talks that I get to do all over the place, whether it's online or in person, whether it's to um, high schoolers, college, and many times adults, and sometimes even seniors looking for their next place in their walk at life. Life's not over yet. What do they do next after retirement or whatever? So again, no matter where you're coming from, no matter where you're at, this life purpose thing is a big, big deal. Do you guys agree or disagree? It's nice to have a purpose, right? I mean, whether it's a game, a sporting event, a class, or life, what's the purpose? What's our purpose? Why are we here? So that's what I get to do. And that's my little tagline there. No live, love, the purpose specifically for your career in finances. Specifically for your career in finances. So why are you guys going to school? What's your, what's your hope? And what was your name? Zario? Terio. Beautiful name. I'm Brian. Nice to meet you. What's your purpose for coming to college or going to school? All right. Cool. We're going to be fast friends then. Okay. Ani, how about yourself? Okay. We need that, don't we? All right. Okay. I'm sorry, man, in the back? What, what's your purpose for going to college? Criminology. Okay. Are you, are you firm on that? You, okay. All right. Cool. 
I went to The Ohio State University. Um, I got a, a BA in uh, communication. So it's because I didn't know what I wanted to do. <laughs> right. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm actually glad I did what I did, but then I was kind of like, if I can avoid math, that's where, that's the road I want to go, because I'm just not a math guy, right? That was my kind of like, that's my goal, man. That's my purpose. Avoid math. We? I'm a speaker, consultant, and coach. So I'm my own business. It's called the Horvath Training Institute, and I create curriculums, courses, both digital and in-person, um, classes and courses, basically, and people uh, help people with their career and their finances. Like yesterday, I met with a couple of people about their careers, helping them go through steps, helping them through the, as a career coach. Other folks, I coach them on their money management, helping them to better use their resources that they have to accomplish their goals, live their financial dreams, whatever the case may be. Okay? But one of my big things is I wouldn't be doing any of that if I had not figured out that I have a purpose. If I didn't figure it out that I want to know my purpose, live it, and love it. For many years, I wandered in the wilderness and wondered, what the heck is life for? Right? So we'll talk more about that. David? Thanks. So this is what I do. There you go. So great question. This is me. So I'll speak to large groups, smaller groups. Um, you know, I've written a couple of books and curriculums and things like that as well. And then my wife and I actually were on the Dave Ramsey show some years ago to pay off. Anyone here, Dave Ramsey? Financial guy? Okay. Money management guy. All right. My wife and I really followed his program and plan and uh, we're able to pay off our home. We were able to pay off all our debts. We were able to pay cash for cars, things like that, because we just directed any money we made towards goals as opposed to spending them like I used to spend them on all kinds of frivolous stuff. Now, that I'll get into that in a little bit. Dave, if you can go to the next slide. Thanks. So here's some of the resources. You asked the question again. So um, I help people with LinkedIn. Anyone interested in, in having a successful LinkedIn profile? Anyone? Well, you should, especially no matter where you're at in, in school. Um, I wrote a book called Your Purpose, How to Know It, Live It, Love It. On the left-hand side is my course called Seven Ways in Seven Days to Change Your Financial Future Forever. And then um, a, a workbook called Your Creator for Good Works, helping people understand their calling in life, helping them take steps both uh, emotionally, practically, and spiritually with walking out those, those steps. And then keynote talks like Unlock Your Career Purpose. Now, the cool thing about things like Unlock Your Career Purpose is it's going like, what do I want to do in life over here at, for a job or a career or vocation or whatever? And then if I back that up, if I reverse engineer that and go, what do I need to get in schooling right now to make that a reality? Now, how many of you know like, that life is not always a linear path? It's not always like a straight line. Matter of fact, it ain't, <laughs> right? I mean, I needed help getting here. So there you go. Like I had the address. I had it locked and loaded. This is where I'm going to be. I was even earlier for being earlier than I... Later than earlier, I got here in a good time, but I was still lost. And I had to have someone come help me <laughs> and to get to this room, right? And it's like, how hard is it, Brian? Apparently harder than it, I thought. But so that's just some of the resources that I have. You can find out more about me at brianhorvath.com, by the way, if you want. Um, next slide, please. So again, bottom line is helping people know, live, and love the purpose for their career in finances. I'm so fired up about that continually. It's been over time, many years coming, that got me to this place to say, that's it. That's my life purpose. Even all the failures and all the goof-ups and all the mistakes in my journey from going to being, and I'm from Pittsburgh, by the way, being with my family in high school, living there, and then traveling three hours away from home to go to Ohio State, and then getting a job before even graduating college. I was fired up about working, and all that good stuff, I still felt lost 
confused, dazed, like what happened? It's because I really didn't have an understanding of what purpose in life was, and I didn't have an understanding of what my life purpose was, and I thought that my life purpose was all about chasing dollars, chasing career accolades, climbing a corporate ladder, or being known. This is back before even social media, right? I didn't even have to, if I had to deal with that, God only knows what would happen then. But all that I thought was my purpose. If you hit the next slide, then. this is my family. And I'm going to tell you a story about how I might not even had them in my life in a second. But that's me, of course. This is my wife, Becky, my little four-year-old, Ella, and Grayson, seven. And we live up in Odessa area. And that was my wife put on a uh, Christmas uh, tea party for my little girl, for all her little friends. Seeing these girls in tea party dresses, it was pretty cool. She's an interior designer and decorates and all that kind of stuff. She takes what I call the ordinary and makes it extraordinary. I'm like, why? It's just throw the party. Now she's got to make it like, man. I'm like, okay, why do we need five Christmas trees? You haven't seen all of them there. So she's borrowing old people's Christmas trees, buying old ones. And I'm like, okay. So I just do what I'm told. Guys, okay, do what you're told. Next. <laughs> so you have your worksheet. We can skip that one. All right, so here's my story. Guys, this is what, how I frame it up. I was broke, busted, and disgusted. You talked about Star Wars. How many of you have seen one of the original Star Wars? Okay. How many of you have not seen it? Jeez, maybe you haven't seen it? The original Star Wars? All right, pause this. Okay. Put on the DVD player. Okay. Well, there's a part in there. How many of you know C-3PO is? Okay. Let's say maybe we just move on. We'll just skip that analogy. You and Listen, I know C-3PO. Okay, remember he's all broken? That was me, man. In back of Chewy, like all broken, that was me, man. So, great, we got one taker on that story. All right, good. Uh, so, but I went from broke, busted, and disgusted. Guys, again, I thought my life was about chasing career. I thought my life was about having the right friends. I thought my life was about having stuff. And what I realized is that stuff had me, that those friends weren't really my friends. When I'd party down here, down here in Ebor, uh, when I moved here from, from Ohio, guys, I was the one left looking for my friends. I thought they were my real friends. They weren't. They were people that I'd partied with. They were people that I like to get into trouble with. They were people like I'd probably get arrested with. Okay? Um, you know, I've been arrested. I've been in Orient Road jail, drinking and driving. That's what the police thought. But actually, I wasn't under the influence. But I've been, I spent a night in jail. I was in the wine and spirits business long before I did this. And Ebor made me a lot of money in the wine and spirits business. And I was getting promoted in my job. I was making six figures in my job. Even making more than that with money I didn't have to spend on things like cell phone, car, all that was paid for. And I was having what I thought was a blast, at least that's what my friends thought. Until one night I ended up in jail. Until another day I went home walking from a New Year's Eve party, walking down the street, crying out to God, to whoever would listen, maybe the neighbor, just tears running down my face angry, going, I don't want to spend another New Year's Eve or another year like this past year. And I'm walking home from a New Year's Eve party, broke, busted, and disgusted, going like, what the heck on earth am I here for? What is my purpose? It should be great. I'm doing well in my career. It should be great. I'm getting promoted at my job. What is the problem? I was chasing the wrong things. I thought my life was about making money. I thought my life was about having a title or a business card that said, you know, regional manager or whatever the case may be. And as I'm walking home, 
going like, I do not, I cannot live another year of my life like this. Left the New Year's Eve party early, going, this is the same darn New Year's Eve party and the same people as last year. It was boring then, it's boring now. Going like, what is life about? So I walked into my house, right in East Clark Circle, down in South Tampa, right across Dale Mabry, and I said, that's it. So I put a hanger around my neck and I tried to strangle myself to death. I tried to take my own life, January or December 31st, 2006. I was done, man. I was done being broke. Well, broke, you were making money. I didn't have anything to show for it. Still in debt. I was done being busted, you know, feeling inside, just like broken, like C-3PO. And of course, I was disgusted because nowhere in the playbook of life did this, did I think I'd be here at that time doing this kind of thing. Well, obviously, that didn't take. Obviously, I don't know how I was going to hang myself with a hanger. I don't know. I was distraught, broke, busted, and disgusted. I wasn't clear-minded. I wasn't thinking straight. And I woke up the next morning. There's birds chirping outside, sun shining in. I had a 1954 house I was renting. Little house, man. All, you know, uh, block. Just kind of like this block here. And uh, life changed. Something happened there that night. You know, physical, emotional, spiritual, whatever the case may be. And all of a sudden, man, I just like, you know what? I don't want that stuff anymore. It, it was like just a, just a cleansing, just like cutting the cord. And I said, I got to live money. I live my money a different way. I got to choose my relationships differently. I got to think about my work in a different way. And just over time, that started like taking foot, started taking root. Now, I tried to change my life before, but it wasn't working. I got counseling. I had, was paying for a guy I was seeing down here in South Tampa, Giovanni Baremi. I'll never forget him. I love the guy. It just I was like, you know what? He, he can't help me as much as I can help myself. Go to the next one. So I start getting help. I start going to getting counsel. I started reading books. I started going to a church. I started just finding different friends. I started talking to my parents more because they've always loved me. But I kept them at an arm's length, right? Anyone have any parents like that? You don't have to raise your hand. They're like, they want to help you, but you feel like they're nagging you. They don't know what they're talking about. I got it all figured out. I thank you. I appreciate your honesty, authenticity, and uh, I'm with you, sister. So, you know, I was like, ah, they don't know what they're doing. You know, I didn't want to hear them. But I started having a better relationship with my parents. My dad and my relationship started to change. He's still a goofball, and he would probably say the same thing about me, but it was different. I started getting involved, thinking and volunteering and things outside of myself. And what I found myself doing is I'm becoming healed and whole and then helping others like I'm doing here today. And hopefully what I share with you helps you. Because this story is not just for me to keep. It's for me to share, to encourage you. Guys, John, life's tough right now. I mean, you're wearing a mask. Man, no, whoever thought, how many years ago, you're my friend wearing a mask. Whoever thought we'd be going through something like this? Everyone on our right, my radar. Life's already tough. Then you add this in. Then you add the racial tension in our country. Then you add, it's tough being our age anyway, or your age anyway. I mean, it's like, oh my gosh, man. Let's take a step back. How do we do that? When you know that you have a purpose, and I mean know it, and when you begin to take confident steps in living it, because you know it, because you're living it, because it's why you're here, then you'll start loving it. Think about it this way. A hammer makes a tremendous what? Tool for hammering nails. Right? What does a shovel make? This is not hard, right? Now, could you hammer a nail with a shovel? Right. You might have a couple bruises. 
and so will the person next to you. How about, can a hammer dig a hole? Yeah, what's on the back of that hammer? Right? It can dig a hole. But are they intended for that purpose? No. So you need to think about that analogy. You leave is going like, okay, am I aligned with how I'm gifted, how I'm wired, how I'm made to do the things I'm supposed to be doing? Okay? And you might be like, yeah, I am. Awesome. Awesome. Bring some other people with you. You might be like, no, I'm not. Get some help. Get some coaching. Get some. It's not a major deal. Just take steps to figure that out. Hopefully the tools I give you today will help you on that journey. Okay, okay so a short illustration. This kind of goes to what I was saying a little bit ago about having a purpose, kind of like what my life here. Let me, let me read this to you. One day, this is a little illustration here, a little story. One day a man was watching a professional football game on television. His five-year-old son kept bothering him and saying, Daddy, I got this Sunday paper. It's got a full airline, pay, airline ad on it, and I want... Let me, let me back up, guys. I kind of start telling my own story. You ever do that? Like, ah, oh, this isn't good enough. I'm going to tell my own. Weird server. His five-year-old son kept bothering him, so he took a page of the Sunday paper with a full-page airline ad on it showing a picture of the world. The planet Earth is seen from space. He tore the page up into a dozen pieces, and he gave them to his son. He said, here, put this together with some tape. Show Daddy how smart you are. Then he went back to watching his football game. We have kids. We know what this is like. Well, in a surprisingly short amount of time, the youngster had the picture all taped back together. It wasn't very neat, but it was a very good job indeed for one so young. Hey, that's amazing, the father said. How did you put that back together so quickly? The little boy said, there was a picture of a man on the other side. I just put the man together, and then the world was all together. The youngster was no doubt surprised by the big warm hug he got. That's right, the father said. When the man's all together, his world's all together too. So just think about that here. We all have pieces. Right? Some of the pieces we already have. Some pieces we need to go get. All in all, knowing our purpose will help you have that world together. Okay? Not easy, not perfect, but not broke, busted, and disgusted either. All right, so this is when we start filling in the blanks. These blanks, or as much for me, <coughs> as they ask for you, or are for you. <laughs> All right, I need a guide as well. But everyone, does everyone have a writing utensil or instrument? Never. Okay, everyone has a purpose. Do you guys believe that? That everyone has a purpose? Or are we just here to suck wind and die? I hope not. Yeah, I hope not either. It's kind of like scraping the bottom of the barrel there. Yeah, exactly. You're 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 part of you're part of it, but you're not really in it, right? Okay. So, <coughs> exactly. Everyone has a purpose. Maybe you can flip the script there. That means you too, right? So everyone has a purpose. You have a purpose. And there you can go. Thank you. Your career does as well. Okay. So we're gonna talk about career. You could say life. You say your finances. Whatever. Specifically, I kind of put this for we're in a, you know, college. We're going like, okay, well, after college, what do I do with the degree? Well, you're going to go most likely work or influence a community through the marketplace, whatever the case may be. So just want you to know your career has a purpose. Right? So your career has a purpose. So if you have a purpose, your career has a purpose, your family has a purpose, your finances have a purpose, right? Your social has a purpose. Everything part of us, there's purpose to that. Okay, next. To be effective 
influential. How many of you want to be effective? Right? We don't want to keep doing the same thing over and over and hopefully it works out. We want to make an impact, right? We want to be influential. We want to be successful. To be influential, effective, and successful in your career, you must... Does anyone know what this one is? No. No. must know your purpose. Good job. You must know your purpose. I don't have any special treats or scratch and sniff stickers or anything like I that. Mean, you could, I could have said the same. Do you know what it is? No. Like N-O? Yeah. Who oh, knows? Okay. I could have said no. I may have known. Right. Good point. Let me think about that one. All right. Next slide. To know your purpose, I want to help you answer two questions. What do I do? What? Take a guess. Yes, ma'am. Love it. Thank you. Was that on the sheet already? No, because I do that to myself. I set myself up. Good job. What do I do best? What do I do best? Take a moment. Take a moment and just brainstorm what you do best. Take a moment and brainstorm what you do best. It's right there in the lines right there for you. And when you're done, Professor here has all the answers. <laughs> okay. Does anybody want to share what they do best? Yes, ma'am. Great. So you're you're aligning, right, with what you already told me, what you do with child psychology, right? Okay. Okay. John, what'd you put? So thinking? That's what you wrote? Okay. So you're a processor? My wife is like, I'm like, give me the answer. <laughs> yeah, like, like, what do you want to eat? I don't know, honey. Oh my, <laughs> right? That's a big tension. But no, I'm, I'm not picking. I'm saying, okay, think about it, man. You know, take this home, guys. You know, this isn't stop here, right? It starts here. Okay. What do you have, Gamma? I orate and create. You what? Orate. Orate. Speech. No, I hear you. But I'm going to ask a deeper question. So, are you on stage? Are you a performer? Or are you? Okay. Yeah, man. I am going to school for radio, but I'm also good at talking to people. Okay. Was that your radio voice there? Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Orson Welles or something. Okay. Good stuff. What'd you put? Um, to be very supportive, supportive. Nice, man. Good one. We need that. Not sympathetic, but empathetic. Come alongside. Not having pity for, right? Okay. Not that that's not misplaced either, or not appropriate either, but gotcha. Yeah. I love it, man. Okay. And what are you going to school for again? Um. All right. Cool. Okay. That's good. Awesome. Anyone else want to share? No, man? No? Okay. No worries. Keep working on this stuff, you know? Um, would you argue that? Let's pause on that. I don't have an answer for that right now. I want to get through this. Is that okay? Okay, thank you for that. That might be a blog post I'm going to write. Okay. And I'm rec- hopefully that picked up sympathy or empathy, which is better. Okay. All right, good. So, okay, great. Thank you. All right, what do I do best? Now, what do you think the next one is? We can go, Dave, if you don't mind. Two more. Who needs it the most? Who needs it the most? This is the difference maker, my folks, my friends. My folks. Never said that before. This is the difference maker. Who needs it the most? Thinking outside of yourself. Like, all of us like to think, yeah, we do this best, we do this well, or not well, or whatever, let's focus on the good. But there's a purpose for that. There's a reason for that we're going to get to in a little bit. bit. So, based on what you wrote, 
whether you shared or not shared that part, who needs most what you do best? Write that down. Who needs, who needs it the most? What you just wrote down, who, what you said about what you do best, who needs that the most? What kind of people, what kind of organizations? Are they colleges? Are they universities? Are they um, you know, in the inner city? Are they in the suburbs? Are they domestic? Are they international? Is it in business? Is it nonprofit? What kind of buckets or what kind of organizations, what kind of outlet would you use those gifts for? What I call gifts, what you do best. How would you use those? Where would you apply those? Who needs most what you do best? Or what do you do best and who needs it the most? So for criminology major, who needs that the most? Where, where would that get applied? What you're learning, what you'll do, what you do. What did you say for what you do best? Okay, in what kind of way? Drill into that. Not for me, for here, but for you. Drill into that. What does that look like? You know? Okay. So, who would you, where would you help others? What kind of environment? What kind of organization? What kind of work would you do? Okay, think about it. Right? But that's why we're here, right? Hey, there's nothing wrong. If you don't know yet, that's fine. That's a good enough answer. We're just thinking. Let's process it. Let's work through it. Okay? Anyone want to share? Who needs it the most? What they do best? You're not. Go, man. People who need the Okay. Isn't that one of the biggest things? We all want to be heard, right? We all have a voice. We all want to be heard. But do we have someone to listen to us? Or are we communicating effectively as well? That's the tough part. Just communicating versus connecting. No? All right. Good. Next. So... That is going to give you the way for you to know your purpose. Because I believe we're all made, created to help others. And a lot of you have already said that. I didn't tell you that. You said it. So if that's the case is we're given things that we do best or developing skills, abilities. We have dreams, goals, and passions. I'm getting a little ahead of myself. But we have those things. But what do we do? We're just going to sit on them? No, we're going to use them to help others. That's what we do most. You know, who need it the most? Like you said, to listen to people or whatever the outlet is, guys. Okay? So you know your purpose. Your purpose is to help others for the most part. Now it's time to live it. So how do we go about actually practically applying what do we do best with those who need it the most? I'm a practical person. I'm pragmatic. Anyone else like that? Like you want to get it done. Like it's nice to talk about doing this or that or the other. Let's just actually do it. Right? There's enough of this in the world. Let's actually get something done. Okay? So with that being the case, I want you to start living your purpose and understanding this. David, thank you. Living your purpose is about what? Anyone want to take a guess? Two words, right? That's okay. Took a guess. Anyone? I don't expect you to grab this, but you'll get it once I put it up there. Go ahead, Dave. Problem solving. Living your purpose is about problem solving. How many times a day do you encounter a problem? Every single day, almost every single moment, right? If you want to look at this as the worst case scenario, if I got to get out of this room, what do I have to do? To get up, to take a step, gather my things, take a step through the door. We can see that as even a problem. The problem is I'm here. I don't want to be here anymore. I want to be out there. I got to go do something about it, 
right? So life is all about solving problems. Some are easier than others. Some take longer than others. Some take more time or more effort or more teamwork than others. But all in all, at the end of the day, and this is something I still struggle with, ask my wife, I think the world's going to be perfect. What, another problem? What do you mean it's raining today? I'm already going to get lost in Ebor already, and now it's raining too. But thankfully when uh, I got picked up, <laughs> it had stopped raining for a minute. So my hair looks as good as it does because it's not, it wasn't raining when I came. All right, living your purpose is all about problem solving. You have to know that. You have to reconcile with that. You have to address that. You have to say, yes, I understand that and walk that out. Because if you don't, you're going to be constantly PO'd, disappointed, frustrated, permanent frown. Okay, permanent frown doesn't solve problems. All right, living your purpose is about problem solving. Dave, you can hit the next one there for me. Thank you, sir. So, Well, I hope you enjoyed part one of the Your Purpose podcast where I speak to college students about knowing, living, and loving their purpose, which applies to you as well. No matter if you're a college student, a parent of a college student, or an adult in job transition, career transition, or asking that question that we all ask, what on earth am I here for? I hope that this blessed you and served you well. To help you get further details or go in depth more of a kind of an internal dialogue conversation with yourself, I have a tool for you. It's called Your Purpose. It's an ebook that I put together, Your Purpose, How to Know It, Live It, Love It. And you can download it for free at brianhorvath.com slash book. That's Brian, B-R-I-A-N, Horvath, H-O-R, V's and Victor, A-T-H.com slash book. And you get that there for free. Really hope you enjoy it as you know, live, and love your purpose. Reminding you that your purpose in life is not your career and finances, but those are tools to help you accomplish your overall life purpose. Have fun.